0: every team, every topic, everywhere this is believe Hey everybody, welcome back. It is another episode of Dad Cast. I'm your host JP along with the other host Nick Martin. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Awesome. Yeah, you feeling better? You've been sick the last like week
1: dude it's been like two and a half weeks but yeah i'm feeling kind of a little bit better as woke up from a
0: nap so that always helps all right all right well i have a treat for you today man because today's guest um i think you two when you find some things out nick are gonna hit it off real real well okay so just a preemptive strike i don't know if you did a deep dive on our guest today but yeah once i do some introductions you'll you'll understand yeah. all right yeah. today on the show uh we have an amazing guest. He is—I'm assuming the father, owner, or the, the owner, the the, the Almighty—that is superhuman. Fathers, as you can see on his shirt. Please welcome Mr. Cal Carnahan, man. How are you?
2: Thank you, guys, man. Uh, you know, I didn't know exactly what to expect, but damn, good entrance. Man, I love this. You <laughs> ready for the explicits? We're gonna fuck shit up. Okay, you know? all right. Explicit all
0: right. tab duly noted. Yes, Party table.
2: We, my wife, we, we just put a reel out my, and, and and the reel, one of the reels is my wife in the background. We were doing this 24-hour fitness thing with my kids. She's like, so we even Father's has a potty mouth. And that's like it was the beginning of the reel. You know, <laughs> yeah. People trip. They're like, you can talk like that and be a good dad. And I'm like.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. But it it, it all depends on the culture and who I mean, you're talking to and how those people were raised. I cuss in front of my kids all the time and I I try not to. I really do. But I just, it's, it's, it's born and bred in I, me. I
1: try not to just because my two-year-old jumps in and starts saying exactly what I'm saying. It's too now, long now, long. now his thing is when he gets mad at me, he's like, fuck you, dad. Come Shut on, up. Damn no. it. Come but on. that,
0: that's Shit, funny that's though. Awesome. But I did, <laughs> I did something right though in the past because uh, my kids will not cuss. I mean, my oldest. Yeah, let's back up. Let's do the introductions right. First of all, <laughs> the first question, the almighty question, <laughs> the very first one we ask on Dad Cast. Kyle, uh, we know the answer, but we got to ask it anyway. Are you a dad? Yes, sir. Talk to us. How many kids, boys, girls, names, ages, all that good stuff?
2: Five of those little suckers <laughs> ranging from 16 <laughs> to 2. 16, 15, 11, and 8 are boys. And then we uh, we had a full accidental blowout and uh, we got this little girl who's uh, become the most beautiful, amazing creature in my life that you look at her wrong. I will snap your neck.
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I know <laughs> I the lo- feeling. I, man. Love,
2: I love this little girl so much, man. Uh, I, I love all
0: my kids but yeah it, it, there's something about that baby girl man i know i i, I know it so much mine she today's the first day back at school after spring break and uh she wasn't feeling well so she got an extra day of her spring vacation and she's she's right over there inside the house and i maybe she'll come out and you get to meet her um right on man so five kids uh i was speaking earlier now about the cussing they they won't do it. Like I even like I'm like to my son, he's 12. I says, dude, I'll give you I'll give you five bucks if you cuss in front of your dad, and he won't do it, you know. But I leave the room and he plays his Xbox or whatever, and it's shit shit, fuck, fuck, fuck with his friends, and it's they-
2: <laughs> I we were doing same thing. We we were in the middle of that fitness challenge. We we're at this uh this guy named Steve Eckert's house, and uh he was doing we were running a mile doing um hundred pushups, a hundred squat, uh, squat thrusts. It's like a burpee without a pushup and then a hundred crawl outs. And we started at 12 o'clock on Saturday and we ended at 12 o'clock on Sunday, nonstop for 24 hours. And my kids did it with me, the older ones, uh, made it the longest, the little ones kind of petered out around three hours and six hours. And then my oldest fell asleep at like two in the morning, my second oldest took a 45 minute nap and then hammered the rest out with us. So he almost made it the whole way. Me and my wife obviously handled our business because we don't fucking quit. But my son at one point, you know, we're in this emotional, like we're in the war together and I've got his head against mine. And I'm like, look what we're doing, man. Look at this. Let's fucking go. You know, I'm like, God, ah, you know, just we're at war together. And I go, it's all right, man. Say it. Let's fucking go. And he's like no yeah. I was like right it's okay you can say it you can say it you're a warrior dig deep and he's like I'm not gonna say that dad was like, <laughs> all right well but then he then he quit after six hours so like if he right said it, he probably would have finished the whole thing
0: yeah you know? yeah yeah it's possibly there's some mindset stuff there listen
2: my self-talk the voice that pulls me and pushes me forward the voice of God man people are gonna hate me for this it's a lot of efforts in there
0: yeah, yeah, and that's all right. At least, at least, at least with us, yeah, we're all good in that department. Um, oh, of course. I'm sorry. My my daughter is calling, literally. As <laughs> take it, the one that right. sends it <laughs> take the call. I know she's literally in the other room, and she knows better. And 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 now my screen's gone. And okay, we're back. All right. All right. <laughs> um, let's get down. You know what? Let's let make her know real quick. She's right. Hey, podcast, come here. God damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, you're gonna meet her and then and then we're going and then you're gonna go away. Listen, when baby girl calls, she gets what
2: she wants. Come here. Exactly. Come here. How this works. Doesn't matter. We're in the middle of podcast. Say hi. Biggest business deal ever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> there
0: she is. Say so hi to Kyle.
2: You know you're the best thing that's ever happened to your dad? The absolute right. best thing that's ever happened to your father is you.
0: You know yeah. that? Oh, it's. Yeah, I, I'm coming <laughs> through here. So he said, You're the absolute best thing that's ever happened to me. And you, son, right over there. Um, yeah, right, He's oh, no, okay. Let no, he um,
2: He's okay. He's the best.
0: <laughs> okay. Man, <laughs> off the rails, right off the bat. Uh, all right. Let's Remember let's, what we talked about in the beginning? Mm-hmm. Everybody's too damn professional, man. Yeah, I know. But I. Oh, it's hard, man, because I've worked in a professional environment for so long um, yeah. in radio. And I try to have some structure when it comes to these podcasts, but you know what? Fuck all that. You're right. Yes. At, least, at least, at least when it comes to Kyle today, it's okay. Yeah, it's let's all get right. loose. You know, it's just, all about the guest. And today the guest runs the show and uh, <laughs> here we go. go. All right. Before we get to start talking about anything and everything, since we're near the beginning here, I would <laughs> like to let our listeners and our viewers and our, and our fans know, Who is Kyle? What is Superhuman Fathers? Let's get the business out of the way. All right, man. So, Kyle
2: is the same. He's 42, but he's just the same dude he was when he was like nine. Like, I'm I'm this kid in this grown man's body. Now, I've learned a lot of shit along the way, and I've increased my ability to handle stuff, right? So, like, I'm the same nine-year-old kid i can just handle some pressure now right so you can lay it on me and i can handle i can carry people i can lead people and i've learned the power of leadership by example character and integrity all the lessons in my life have come to this point where i'm like oh that's it lead by example live with character and integrity so that's what i've come to all the other stuff doesn't really matter other than that that's what matters now That's been how Superhuman Fathers was built. I was in banking for a while. I got destroyed in 2008, lost everything, lost my houses, my cars. And then I became a firefighter paramedic. I did that for 15 years. And I didn't realize in the firehouse I was doing coaching because I had people come to me, man, how do you stay lean? How do you stay healthy? How do you have this relationship with your wife? How do you deal with the stress of life without kicking back drinks all the time? Like, how do you not sedate? How do you, how do you, how do you have these kids that admire you so much that listen to you? I just share my life with guys. And then, uh, at some point I had a coach that was like, Hey bro, why are you not sharing this with the world? And I was thinking, man, I'm just a normal dude. And he's like, you're not a normal dude. You Hmm. are not. Life is not normal. Nothing about you is normal and you need to share this. And so I listened, I put it out to the world two years ago, immediately 30, 40 guys within the first month or two went to a hundred within six months. We're two years deep. Uh, we just hit like four seventy six today. And we're probably, I would imagine the fastest growing group of our type in the world. I can't imagine there's one growing
0: faster. Uh, And what is that type?
2: Uh, good question. So this started out as fitness. Like it started as hit me up. I'll get you ripped. My transformations are insane. If you've seen them, they look impossible. Um, A lot of, a lot of comments in my stuff is like roid heads, cheaters, liars. I'm like, I get it. I get it. It looks fake. I understand. It looks impossible. I look at it. I'm like, that's impossible. But the thing is when you get your mind and your heart and your spirit, right? The body just follows. And so what's happened is when you get your mind and your heart and your spirit, right? What else happens? You heal your marriage. You heal yourself. Hate. You start to deal with stuff in the past that you've never faced before. You start being more disciplined. You start living with character and integrity. You start telling the truth. You start being vulnerable and open. You start having the balls to show up and do the stuff you were afraid to do. And so this turned into much more than fitness. In fact, the fitness stuff is it's not even it's not even hard for us it's like that's the easy part you know so now we have a group we, we do we're on like seven roundtable zoom calls a week that guys can get on right and then we have the most inspiring stories that come out of every zoom call because we all have shit we all have shit that we've held that we've never shared whether that was getting molested as a kid, being an alcoholic for decades, trying to quit a cocaine habit, not being able to connect with your wife, but putting on this fake show at church with no one to talk to right. who understands, who won't judge you.
0: So Nick basically is all of those that you just mentioned. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Nick, hey, hey, you're man. not even going to deny it? Come on. I'm totally kidding. Of course, there's a few things that, yeah,
1: for sure. hundred percent, but there's, and then there's other things where
0: no. (laughs) (laughs) So there's, there's a guy out there right now listening to this podcast. Uh, He's watching it and you just struck a chord with him. Um, He's tried this, he's tried that, and it just hasn't worked. Um, But for whatever reason, you've motivated and inspired him through this podcast. He reaches out to you. How does he reach out to you? And what happens from that point forward? Go to my Instagram,
2: DM me, or go to my Instagram. There's a phone number there. Text me. You can also go to superhumanfathers.com and apply. Get a, a time on the calendar. And what you can expect from us is a phone call from my brother, Ryan, who has been through your process, meaning lost, depressed, broken, out of shape, to two years later, one of the most on fire disciplined humans on the planet um, who will go over the philosophy and the nutrition with you And then you get kicked over to my head trainer Chris who's gonna build your workouts, put you in the app, show you how to report to us and give you all the Zoom call times um, and, uh, and then we're off to the races the adventure begins and then your life will never be the same never because I, have- Let me ask
1: you this real quick. I got a quick question. So back in July I had like what I thought was a stroke what all the doctors thought was a stroke. And like, I've been in fitness like since I was 15 years old and it killed me. Like I couldn't move half my body. The left side of my body went completely numb. Um, and it's been just ongoing of back pain, headaches, all kinds of stuff. Like I'm super depressed because I can't get my workouts the way they were. What do you do for someone like that? Like what kind of, like I'm starting to get my workouts back again yeah now, i'm obviously going very very slow very easy i've changed everything up and i'm not like gung-ho of bench press 400 pounds and be the biggest yeah. dude in the gym Yep, uh, it, it's more body weight stuff more functional training yeah but like the the food side of it like i get super depressed so i i eat like i i, I just i been i'll eat a bunch of shit and then i'll feel even worse and i'll be like oh, fuck now i gotta go and get on the whole fucking diet thing for two days and yeah. Like how, how, what would you do for someone like me? All
2: right, bro. Your power, your happiness, your fulfillment lies on the other side of your addiction. Meaning there's this, there's this gold, this treasure that's right on the other side. And you feel it. You, God's been whispering to you for many years to let this shit go. Stop binging. Stop turning to food. And until you finally say the words, fuck this, I'm done, never again. You'll be stuck in this cycle. The hard part is you have to say never again. And to say those words is scary because we hold on to these things like, well, what about pie? I mean,
1: pie's good
2: (laughs) and I want to enjoy life, right? Right. (laughs) If you never let go of it, you don't even know what fucking enjoying life is because you're stuck in a, a place of lies and sedation. And so the hard part is, is, is taking this step. I don't expect people to take this step right away at all. This is not a switch. It's a volume. And so you have to get around people that are living what I call the warrior monk life. Okay? The warrior monk life is is this savage fucking animal that you are. You've done some crazy shit. You're strong. You know how to lift weights. You know how to fight. But the monk side is the sweet side, the sacrificial side, the side that doesn't need anything, the side that loves unconditionally right the side that can connect with his wife at a very powerful spiritual level and can connect with God the same that's the monk side that's the side that we don't work on as much Mm -hmm. and when our warrior side starts to feel like it's waning and we don't have the monk side in place we feel empty feel like a shell of a man the monk side is putting your addictions on the altar as well And that's where you pull power from this, from discipline the the currency of respect for yourself is discipline. And so every time you put that on the altar, you're going to feel powerful. Men don't care about being happy. We think we do. We don't. We want to feel powerful and capable. We don't care. We'll do anything. You, you, you show us how to be powerful and capable. We'll do anything to get there. We will sacrifice all our happiness to be there. We don't care how we feel if we can feel powerful and capable. And when you start to give up the shit that's got you by the balls, man, you watch out. You watch what you become. So that's that's what I would tell you. And I would tell you that over and over and over and over again. And what I would tell you is come hang with me because I beat it. And I'm so fucking addicted to food, but I beat it. I beat you, man. And how did I do that, man? You know what I have? I here's the menu for me. Ready? Meat, yeah. fruit, black fucking coffee.
0: That's it. Nothing else. Nothing. Meat, fruit, black coffee. That's <laughs> it. When was the last time you had a piece of pie? Oh shit! Years. Wow, oh, man. Back when go, I Nick. used to,
2: when I used to binge. Yeah. Because the taste of pie will turn me into a fucking vampire. I'll tell you the clap. <laughs> so we're watching this vampire movie. This is fucking great. I'm at the firehouse. We're watching uh, this vampire movie. I think it was a series. I can't remember what it was called, but I'm watching this vampire movie, and the vampire is—he has this chick, and he's in love with her. He used to be a human, and and he he doesn't want to suck her blood, but she's hugging him, and he smells her, and he just can't take it, and he sucks her blood and kills her. Right. And uh, we wa- we watch that movie, and I walk into the kitchen. And uh, at this time, you know, I'm, I'm lean, I'm jacked, but I still have food addictions. And I see this cherry pie on the, on the table. And I'm like, I mean, it was a bite, you know, right. I'm, I already hit my macros for the day, but I probably need carbs. Cause I'm going to lift heavy tomorrow. So I want to get that vascularity and I want some strength, take a bite, fuck another bite. You know what? I'm just going to get a piece, take another one. Oh, fucking half the pie gone. And I was like, fuck it. Might as well finish the whole thing. <laughs> I got pie all over my fucking face. One of my, my captain walks in and he goes, what the fuck, dude? You fucking pie vampire. And I was like, oh shit. Just like the movie. It was just like the show. Yep. I couldn't stop because I got a taste. And that was the last time I ate fucking pie. That okay. was Okay. <laughs>
0: right.
2: Yeah. Cause it got me one last fucking time and never again.
0: The thing with Nick, though, that is, I don't think Nick, you really have the the typical addiction to food. You, you guys are rad, by the way. I love this conversation. It's thanks, man. Thanks, You're buddy. rad too. Oh, yeah. And we're not. We're just. We're just. We're just getting started here. Uh, let me just. I want to tell you a quick little thing about Nick. This kid was about two hundred and eighty pounds, give or take. I was three hundred ten when we started. I can't, I was giving you a little bit. Now let me continue. All right. So. When we started this podcast and he's always been the, the motivated, the workout guy, you know, and he, <laughs> at the beginning of this podcast started going hard and lost 80 pounds, Fuck yeah. uh, just kicking <laughs> ass, shaking names. And yeah. I always gave him shit. Cause you know, it was just dumb. It was, it's all you see on his social media feed, just him working out and this and that. And, you know, and it's great. And I'm proud of him. And then he had that episode. Whatever the hell happened, which we still don't even have all the answers yet. And we're talking, gosh, we're pushing a year here almost, Nick. Yeah. Uh, Um, yeah. And all that stopped. And upon the recommendation of, I mean, at some point, the doctors said, maybe you were working out too hard and that may have caused some of this because this guy is a Brahma bull who was just go, 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 go. And he lost that. And is still in the process of working out in his mind right now how to – because get that. And you say, I turn to food. You're not not really, man. I don't – you're not – because if that was the case, in no time at all, you would have been back to 310 pounds. What are you at right now?
1: I'm at 217 right now.
0: 217. So you're like, what, gained seven pounds in all this?
1: Your
2: discipline volume turns up. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I just had a conversation with a guy who's ripped who's binge eating and he's killing himself because he feels the spiritual turmoil that comes from binge eating has nothing to do with his body. That's what we're talking about here. Right. It's not about the physique. It's about yeah,
1: this. And, and it's not like an everyday binge eating thing. It's a, you know, once a week I'll be like, yeah, I'm this, super this guy was
2: it. the same. Every two weeks yeah. he just wants to beat it. He doesn't want it to yeah. have a hold on him anymore. The other so thing I would tell Oreos. you. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I would tell you is, 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 is focus on being lean. Right. Your new focus is not being the strongest guy in the gym, but just being old and being fucking lean and ripped. Yeah, like the yeah, that's, new kind
1: That's what I, I have a buddy of mine who's an ex bodybuilder. Then we've he's gone through some terrible injuries and kind of had to reset his mind on okay, I can't be the biggest fucker in the gym anymore. It's like now it's I've got to be able to move. I've got to be able to get to the gym just for my self improvement, just to feel good, just to see my buddies. And to get that workout in, get that little bit of a pump in. Yep. So now I've completely changed everything. And now I'm doing like full body workouts, but it's super lightweight. It's so lots of reps. Yes. A lot of, kind of like CrossFit, but not as intense.
2: Bro, you uh, will light on fire. When you get your nutrition dialed in, your life will light on fire. You'll actually have the best time that you've ever had in your life thus far.
0: Awesome. Would you consider Superhuman Fathers and Kyle, what you do as a program? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does there's, this there's, program include any fasting?
2: No. Okay. It can, it can, it can. It's very, it's very actually uh loose. Yeah. Yeah. There are certain boundaries I put on it. If you fit those boundaries, you will have the results that you seek. But within those boundaries, there is movement. And so because because everybody's a little different in the way that they live and the things that work for them psychologically. And so there has to be a little bit of movement. If it's too stringent, it won't last. You'll burn out and it won't be something you can do forever. So this has to be a mindset and a lifestyle that you're committed to forever. And then you can shrink the box as you get better at it over time. But in the beginning, there needs to be kind of some movement available.
0: Right. All right. Well, there you have it. If anyone is motivated, what's your Instagram? And we're not ending this by the way. I'm just yeah. I'm sending people where they need to go.
2: At Superhuman fathers. At Superhuman fathers.
0: All right. And uh a quick little Google search like I did. Uh you'll find it man and all the info you need is right there. Go check it out. Um if this is something that uh, you need, want, you all need about it. everyone yeah. needs it. I know. And I'm ashamed to admit. We don't even want we're not going to even get into me here, okay? We're not going to do it. We're yeah, not going to do that, it. I will, I I may possibly <clears throat> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Reach out to Kyle here after this podcast, <laughs> and uh, and go from there. But you know, yeah. I need something, man. That's for damn sure. And I would like. I will light your fucking
2: life on fire. Like right. you. Would Can you do.
0: add an additional four to six, eight or hours into my day, though? <laughs> is that something we can figure out together
2: uh yes actually uh, we can talk a little bit about that on the call
0: create time compress time, time right blah. well like nick 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 got a plan and he still does it he, what you get at what four o'clock in the morning and get shit done before nope. not, not anymore?
1: anymore no no not since the new baby oh like, yeah since, since, by since the so.
0: way congratulate my man nick here 43 years old did i get your age right finally yeah. today yeah, Forty-three. Yeah. So we're all basically same cloth here at age. Yeah. Um, just had his seventh child.
2: Oh, bro. <laughs> well, God bless yeah. you, dude. That's a baby amazing. girl.
1: Thanks, man. Amazing. Yeah, it's 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 insane. It's weird. Like you think you know everything about raising kids after like five or six, and it's like every kid is different. Bro, every you guys, you,
2: you guys are choking my ass up already. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Had-
2: it's, I already know we could go five hours on this podcast. I already fucking know this. We could.
0: We could. And let's just, let's plan for a part two at some yeah. point. Cause all we yeah, got is definitely. an hour and we're already halfway done. If you can believe that shit. <laughs> so that is superhuman fathers. If you haven't already seen from uh, our man here, Kyle, uh, it's a pretty motivated son bitch right here. And uh, that's pretty dang amazing. And, 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 you know, all the power to you, man. And congrats on what you do, how inspiring others. Um, turning their lives around. You know, that's, that's a, it's a great calling, man. And it looks like you've answered that call. And well done. I think we need to put him on Brian's podcast, too. Um, yes. We have a, a friend of ours. His name is Brian Hopkins. He's the front man of the band. Elvis Monroe, a business partner of ours as well. He has the Hero's Journey podcast uh, based out of Las Vegas. And it's all about, you know, answering that call to adventure, whatever it may be. And the Hero's Journey yeah. Okay. The, he, I, Brian, I don't know how this turned into a, a freaking promotion for your podcast here. But, um, if ever there was someone who I've met right off the bat, uh, who I can actually say is a real life hero, it, it's, it's this man right here, Kyle. Um, so let's get yeah. him on your show, brother. All right. So, all right, moving on. Oh, let's, let's not get so serious here. Let's,
1: uh, let's Nick, talk about, let's talk about supplements. Do you, do you, do you use supplements?
2: Uh, n- not really. I have a pre-workout. I started my my own uh, pre-workout company before I started coaching. Um, okay. to learn entrepreneurism. I didn't even care if it's sold or not. I was just like, I got to learn marketing. I got to learn like building businesses. I-, I didn't know anything. And so I right. started this pre-workout company called Roll Fast Burn. And um, I kind of shut it down because I w- the coaching was Like I had to focus, you know, you know, an entrepreneur mind, our visionary mind just ping ponging all over the place, trying to do 17 things at once and doing shitty at all of
0: them. Nick knows that.
2: So, so I just went, no, that's it. Superhuman fathers. That's what we're doing. And then I had a couple guys that have been through my program that are like, Kyle, please, we love your supplements, please. I'm like, dude, I don't have time. I'm not putting money in that direction. They're like, we have the money. We'll, we'll buy the product. Just let us show you that we can run it. I was like, fucking go for it, dude. You want to pay for it. You want to order it. Like you can get your money back. And if you show me you can run it, then I'll fucking let you run it. Maybe we'll do a split or something. So that's what's going on with that right now. So that's that supplement. Um, I recently got on the fucking TRT as a old fucking man. Okay. But I was having a hard time getting the boner for like four months. My <laughs> wife was like, bro, are you broken? And I was like, oh, shit. Like,
1: the tea's I'm, been a, I'm a big believer in that stuff, man.
2: I, I, it's been low for like seven years, but firemen have low teeth because they don't sleep, you know. So like, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're always waking up all night. So we go, I go get tested. It's like two hundred something, but but I was lean and I had muscle, and and I, I was crushing life. So I was like, I'll just wait. And then um, and then my wife hit me up like this one, like about a year ago, and she's like, Hey, are you uh, are you broken, bro? And I was like, <laughs> Oh shit, so. Then I went and checked it, I dropped again, and then my doc hooked me up and uh we we're back.
0: Yes. <laughs> so
2: but supplement-wise, like that's it, really. Okay. Like well, I think I take DHEA uh and pregnenolone. The doctor prescribed me that shit too.
1: Okay.
2: the like neuro uh shit. I should probably know more about it, but fuck. I did my doctor's smart, so I just listen to him. There you
0: go. <laughs> yeah. Is uh the possibility of a superhuman father's turning into superhuman grandfathers in the next 10 15 years. Bro, we have a couple like we have a couple guys in their
2: 50s that got yeah. so fucking ripped. Like one dude, this one dude, he came to me as a full-blown alcoholic and uh like I I got his ass so ripped and and and, and he quit drinking. It was the gnarliest like life transformation. Like I it was, It's just to be a part of it was absolutely insane. I'm gonna try to find it for you, but uh it's probably it's deep in here now because I have so many damn transformations. They just like keep popping off
0: all right. Well, let's talk real here. How many uh, failures have you gotten? Yeah,
2: that, that guy's fifty four
0: not but see, you know what I'm looking at the before, and I would look at him and say that that man's not out of shape, yeah, but that's cause we're a
2: lead at everything that we fucking do. So it, there's, we just go all the way with everything. So, we're, and, and no, it's never good enough. No people are like, well, but aren't you, but when are you ever going to be happy? Who's fucking happy? Fuck happiness. what I say? Power and capability. That's what we're after. And if you keep on growing and you keep on progressing, you keep on winning, you keep on crushing. You're going to feel amazing. That's How what many people after. drop out? uh we get guys that are stuck for a while so like that guy was pretty quick He was like four months yeah we have guys that come in and kill it and then we have guys that hang out for a while and they have some shit they need to get over like i have a guy that's been with me for a year and three months he lost 50 pounds and he's kind of stuck in that like dad bod normal zone and we just had a breakthrough last week where he's like we kind of had to come to jesus so i was like he came to one of our events and at the end of the event we have a conversation it's like um all right we uh, had this jerk off party for 3 days and feels great we're all uh excited um so what the fuck are you actually going to do you know and then we sit there and just wait for people to talk and uh i had one of the guys who's been is a master brewer and uh that's what he does he's a brewer and he's he's like pacing over there in his chair back and forth He's like i go i was like big out what you got dude he's just like the booze got to go, man. And I was like, Oh shit. I go, be careful. There's a blood oath, my friend. Right. So I'm gonna let you rethink that. Cause you're going to have to kill your old self, which is the best thing you can do. But I want you to understand how serious this is. We don't go back. If we say this, we're making a declaration to this council of men here. We will hold you accountable. And, uh, if you go back, I will kill you. <laughs> he's like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm just kidding. I'm not going to kill you. I might. Let's just throw that out there." But, um, but he he threw that out there, and then one, and then my other buddy, who's been with me a year and two months, he's like, "Hey, cookies, cake, donuts, candy, fucking gone." I go, "For how long?" He's like, "I know the answer to this question." He's like, "For life, gone forever." And I'm like, "Okay." So that was what he needed to do to get to the next level. And it had, he'd been working on him, working on him, working on him for over a year. Thought thought would come in his head. I just got to get rid of this. But he's like, no, I mean, I got to enjoy life. I mean, you know, but what about on a birthday with my kids? And I mean, I can't make negotiation, 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 stuck, 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 stuck until he declares it, makes it happen, moves forward. Watch what happens. That guy will be one of my transformations soon. And my guys don't go back. They don't go back. So out of all my transformations, um, shit, we've got over 60 now of just solid, rock solid, high-level high, tra- high level transformations. Within that have been guys that have gotten close, but they didn't get posted because they got to earn that. So right. I have guys that have lost a shit ton of weight, haven't made it all the way yet. They're still working on it. Um, But uh, I've only had two guys go back to and gain a little bit of fat, a little bit of fat. Like, you'd still look at him and be like, oh, they're pretty in shape, but our eyes different. We squash the box down of expectations for yourself in everything. In your right. fatherhood, the way you show up in your marriage, in your body, the way you run your business. That's the mindset. What
0: do you think, Nick? I like it. <laughs>
1: it's intense. I like it.
0: Yeah, Nick's a psycho. I can already feel it. <laughs> he's he's pretty nuts. You know, back when we uh, gosh a year and a half ago right before this unfortunate whatever happened to nick uh yeah. we had a guy ufc fighter by the name of josh berkman on he holds to this day still the record for the fastest knockout in ufc we had him on the show and nick challenged him to a freaking fight like for real like we're not angry at each other but he's like let's do something for charity okay and, and Nick is as badass as he is, is, he ain't that badass. Okay. And uh, and and it was gonna happen, man. We were we actually we were gonna set up a charity event and all this money going to a good cause, and Nick just had to like dance around the ring for you know, just yeah, yeah. avoid if not could, getting if hit if for a minute or two
1: for like 30, 45 seconds. That would have been awesome,
0: right? He just wanted to pull a Rocky, He just want to finish, you know. Uh, but he, it, he got <laughs> he gets sick and, and it hasn't happened but that's the mindset of that yeah. guy over there he's
1: that's beautiful I call I him the tenacious I jumped one into I was doing jujitsu I think that's what hurts you dude I'm pretty sure yeah we we're pretty sure I got my neck twisted really bad and it tore a yeah. hole in my
2: spine. oh bro I've heard of this so many times with the yeah the carotid the shit yeah. yeah
0: and he's yeah but dude you're not dead yet Nope. And they got oh, answers. And I think your hole resealed itself. That sounds very strange. I apologize. Um, that's right. that's, uh, that's kind of what they're
1: thinking. Yeah. Now it's just weird lumps in my spine and arthritis in my neck and yeah, headaches that'll probably never go away, but whatever. Well, maybe maybe it's
2: better. Maybe
1: you're actually, already,
2: you're already dead.
1: This is, this is really good for you. Bucked up energy, clean energy. No sugar. No, oh, no, sh- no bro. crap. Oh, bro. You can this order it on our website dadcast.co sponsor um, sponsor time
2: <clears throat> god dude dude! i just gave those up like two weeks ago and i'm 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 a mess
1: yeah i, mean, I can't do that. i can't do ones with sugar if i do something if i have if it has any sugar in it at all it kills me
2: listen i don't i don't say they're bad in fact the, the science with the, all the sodas and shit is like pretty shaky showing that it's bad i think it's yeah. great I think it fucking helps people lose weight, to be honest. I've always drank diet soda, monsters, all that shit. I just had that voice tell me uh, a couple weeks ago, it's time for this now. And I was like,
0: God damn it. No. Kyle, dude, if you keep this up, you're going to be down to nothing. Bro, that's going to be down to fruit. and You're down to fruit, meat, coffee. That's it. That's it.
1: i here pretty soon. Just <laughs> eat fucking raw deer and shit out in the woods. <laughs> hey,
2: but then, then I can then I can take even more extra special supplements. There you go.
1: <laughs> just yeah, just yeah. Don't, don't lie about it on Joe Rogan.
2: Yeah, just don't lie. Yeah. Don't fucking lie about it. That's the key. Yeah, <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't lie about it. Exactly. Although where, I think he's making more money than ever now. Yeah. yeah. Right. It works for him. Supposed to lie about where,
0: it. Where Where are cow. you located, man? Where Where's home base? Oceanside, California, Oceanside, North side. San Diego. Sandy. Yep, I know. I grew up in Thousand Oaks, California, man. So, oh yeah, all uh, right. Thirty years down there, uh, pretty close. Oh, are you a Charger fan? You a football fan? Not really, man. Like, the, no, not, like not a sports guy. But when I was in the
2: firehouse in Colorado, that was my first fire job, and uh, they I was on probation, and they were like, we we're watching football, and they were asking me questions, and I was not knowing anything about the game, and they were like bro, I never met a grown man that knew less about football than you. So they had me call my wife. She's (laughs) on the speaker and they did a a quiz show on the whiteboard. And my wife beat me and it was, uh, it was humiliating and it was perfect for the firehouse because we like to humiliate each other. So I'm glad
0: that I could give them that. That was my gift. There There you you go. go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. Okay. So you're not a sport. I mean, for, but for guy of your nature and, just so crazy i'm not a stamina and ripped (laughs) and you'd think you'd be badass at some sports well i ride sports
2: like a fucking banshee still yeah so i hit concrete hard every fucking day my hips have watermelons on them and i got swell bows yeah um i've done martial arts my whole life started with aikido which doesn't work don't do that don't do that martial art. I did it for 10 years. And then I got punched in the face and double legged and elbowed in the face. And I was like, wow, Aikido didn't help me there at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then I did some MMA training. I never fought in a fight and some jujitsu and, um, and some kickboxing stuff. I'm am- very, very, very sucky and amateur at all of it. But I did a lot of that and, uh, surfing, grew up surfing a shit ton. Um, many, many hours in the
0: ocean. Um, so, yeah. You know who would be, like, I think they would be best friends in a different universe, Nick? Hmm. Kyle and Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah.
2: Who is that? That sounds familiar. He
0: was in Boondock, Boondock Saints. Saints. Oh. And he was in Dexter. He's a big oh, movie star.
2: Okay. There, he's, that's he's like
0: a jujitsu. He just won a jujitsu championship. He He's a badass. It's like, yeah, it's like, I see. I see both of you and each other in this interview. You should go back when we're done. If you feel like it, go check out his interview. I will, yeah. um, and he's uh, right there. I mean, you, yeah. I don't know. There's an observation. <laughs> well, it. Nick. Backstory. I work in radio, have worked in radio for the past 20 years. We did a segment in many of my radio shows back in the day called the Fast Five. Uh, it was where I'd get, you know, whoever these musicians would come on. You know, Joe Perry, Aerosmith, George Thurgood, you name it. And we'd ask him five quick questions. uh, Total random, not important, not life-changing questions, simple things. And we incorporated it into the podcast. And I give it to Nick. Let's go. All right. If you could have
1: a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why?
2: We do the most. We need the least right there on my shirt. Nice. That's it. That's how we show up. We don't need shit. We're just here to serve
1: cool what's your favorite food to cook for your kids me uh, when, when, when they were when they were younger
2: listen this is the raddest thing when you're when you cook cinnamon rolls the most delicious cinnamon rolls for your kids and, and you don't even eat them you're such a fucking badass
0: yeah i know that Whoa. feeling man i i've there's been many times it I to eat them and I didn't get a
1: chance to eat them because <laughs> they are little fucking vampires. <laughs> Speaking of vampires. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you. So when you're working out full body workouts versus targeted workouts.
2: Dude, I, I, I've i been down with like a put like push pull legs for the last like over a year, man. Like Okay. Push pull legs,
1: push pull. Legs. I just I love it, man. Nice. Uh, your proudest parenting moment.
2: Man, I, I was just writing about this this morning. Um, when my daughter was born, um, I had this crazy feeling. I just needed to get my shit together even more, you know, and, uh, this, this would not exist if my daughter was never born this, um, I wouldn't have the physique or body that I have. I wouldn't have the integrity that I have. I wouldn't have the drive that I have if my daughter wasn't born. And, um, I was just, I'm just proud to have a daughter, man. I had four boys. I didn't want a girl ever. And when I had her, my whole life changed.
0: And she was so, again, the did. youngest, right? We need to yeah. get him back on at about
1: 13 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How old is she right now? <laughs> She's two. Two. Yeah. Now, that whole statement is going to be like, two, three, can we give her back?
0: Yeah. A monastery
2: <laughs> during that time. <laughs>
0: if I had a buck for every guest who, <laughs> I, I, I'd say 99% of those guests, I'd have like, you know, 150 bucks. Uh, it gets tough. Uh, yeah. and, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. There's just all of a sudden those loves of your life, those those things that you would stop a goddamn train for, hate you. And it just like that for no reason. It's like, what, what, what just happened? Where would that little girl that, why? What is happening? And getting through that. And not expressing to them how painful it is because you know you don't want to be that guy. It's tough. It is ridiculous. Well, I'm still going through and it. And my all these weird just,
1: things you have to deal with as a parent to a girl versus a boy. Like girls start bringing boys home. It's different than when the boys start bringing girls home. Mm, totally so different, different, man. Completely different dynamic. And yeah. all those little things, you're like, man,
2: I don't want to kill my deal. son's girlfriends. Right, exactly. no, you
0: don't. But you sure shit want to, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Uh,
0: not yeah. to incriminate you, but you know, in bodily harm. I mean, God, That's it was. Right. What, what do we have? St. Patrick's Day. Uh, my oldest, she's eighteen. She, she's moved out, and she brought a boyfriend over. Uh, the first like real boyfriend for dinner on St. Patrick's Day, and she doesn't even live in the house anymore. And it was just so strange you know i don't know why but i felt compelled to show my ar collection you know it it was
2: (laughs) yeah yeah he probably likes
0: guns you gotta check these out right yeah exactly you know with throwing a little bit of passive aggressiveness in there uh but it's difficult man enjoy these times it's because there's gonna be and it's so frustrating because like this is you love your life this little girl and and all of a sudden you're losing her, but you're not. You know, it's it's yeah, yeah, freaking yeah. terrible. And thankfully, I still got her. You know, she's nine. She'll be ten in a month.
2: Is there something you could put in her food to just stunt her growth? No, there her isn't.
0: I wish <laughs> if we, you know, I, I'm still trying to figure out the whole time machine thing. You know, it, it that that would be the best bet. You know, I just or or you know, the opportunity to go relive uh, a, a moment when they were younger you know and that 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 sec to two or two, two-year-old birthday party oh you know, you know things like that you know but she can't man. so what i'm looking forward to is and it can wait okay but part of me is waiting for and looking forward to the day my daughter has a daughter yeah and you know if that ever happens and and then you know, I can give them back, but <laughs> it, it's, it, that, that, that right there is probably going to be the biggest, most important day in the history of my life. I think when my little girl has a little girl, you know, I don't mean to get mushy and all that, but that's, 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 that's it's incredibly important. I'm sorry, Nick, I interrupted right. the fast five. Last one. What's your funniest parenting fail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one.
1: Let's see.
2: Uh, what? This is a weird story. Um, it's not really that good of a fail. Man, I'm usually not lost for words. You got me good on this one. <laughs> we, we might have to edit out the break. You know why? Because you never fail. Ah! No. Oh, No funniest that's the problem okay i can think of all kinds of fails uh, but f- oh god oh my god i have a good one. Oh my god okay so i decided it would be a good idea to take my n- nine-year-old and my 11-year-old to climb mount whitney uh, before the snow melted and i'm not a mountaineer uh nor do i have any business climbing glaciers Right, crampons the whole works my wife and i take our two boys to climb out with me we we reached the top glacier uh and my son has a terrible headache and i'm like that can't be good right i'm a par- i'm a paramedic so i mean one thing i read was we well, had a headache in your climbing that could be really bad we kind of sat there for a little bit and we all wanted to summit but somebody's got to stay with my son and he's like, Dad, I'm going. And I was like, I was like, Bro, you might die. And he's <laughs> like, Dad, I'm, I didn't come this far to not go. And I was like, I ain't going to stop you, dude. Let's fucking go. So we tied a rope to him. My wife tied a rope to my other son. And we humped this glacier. And it was the hardest shit I've ever done in my life. And my son's right behind me. And my wife and my other son are right behind him. We trudge up this damn thing. We sit in the snow and we all fucking cry for 30 minutes, like ugly tears. Most beautiful thing in the world. We have this moment. I go, all right, let's get down this thing. I go, there's a there's a there's a crevasse in the glacier. It's like a slide, a chute. Right. I go, we're going down the chute. I'm not climbing down this bullshit.
0: You ever seen the movie Cliffhanger? I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah,
2: I probably should have watched that first. We're this shoot, I've got both of them tied to me. My wife's like, "I'm not going down that thing." You guys are stupid. I go, "We're not climbing down this. We're sliding." We start sliding down, going pretty well, and then the we start going too fast. So I put my feet in. Well, now the snow starts to build up, build up, starts to cover my kids up. Now my kids are under the snow, sliding down the snow. They're trying to stop. I go, "Don't stop. Just go." And so now we're shooting down this thing. God knows how fast. Right. Fucking gnarly. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't think there were rocks down here, but I'm not 100% sure. And there is a rock outcropping. I'm like, we might fucking die. So we're sliding down this thing, Mach 10. We come sliding out the bottom of it. Luckily, we don't hit any rocks. I come up. My kids are gone. And I'm like, oh, shit. Luckily, I have a rope. I pull the rope, I pull one kid out, and I pull the other one out from under the fucking snow. And they're just like, eyes wide open. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> now, I don't know how funny that is, but it's pretty fucking crazy. And to this day, I go, what was your best trip? And they go, Mount Whitney by far.
0: The memories, man. The, you know, the near-death experience. Yeah. yeah. All thanks to dad. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so dumb, but so awesome. How old's Uh-oh. your oldest? Sixteen. So take us back about 17 years ago. You got a, uh, I don't know, a text message, a phone call, a conversation. You're going to become a dad for the first time. You remember that day? Yeah, I do. How'd that go? Yeah, we were, uh, we had purchased
2: this condo, two bedroom condo in Oceanside. We we're really excited about having, owning something. Um, it felt amazing. And uh, my wife was sitting on the couch. I came home from work. I worked at a bank at the time. And she had a, she sat on the couch with a card. And uh, she's just sitting there holding it. <laughs> you know, like kind of just holding on to it. And then right. she just flipped it over to me. And I opened it up and uh, just said, I'm, I'm pregnant. You're going to be a daddy.
0: I don't think I've ever revisited that story, man. Well, there you go, man. Dad cast, baby. Thank you. You're welcome, man. I I mean, I wasn't, that wasn't my, my, was not what I was trying to do, but Hey, if it works and that, this is what I love this podcast, man. It's different. It hits different than a lot of the other podcasts out there. That's why I think we have, I mean, you reached out to us someone on your team reached out to us i believe um to be on the show and that happens a lot when it comes to us because you know you get this a-list celebrity movie star they're generally talking about their next movie or you know what's coming up now but you give them the opportunity to talk about their kids if they want to they're all in and that's what most of uh you know our our guests have said just like that's what intrigued me about it you know we're generally try to talk about our kids and being a dad for most of the episode and that's what drew me to it and if I could bring a memory out like that that you haven't thought of in a while well awesome now that's actually a two-part question though so there's that okay nine months later 16 years ago give or take were you there for the birth and how'd that day go
2: yeah I think I had to leave the firehouse I was on shift and uh, I had just got LASIK surgery so I had the to- had these big dorky glasses right they they were the only ones they gave me and uh oh no i i was i was getting lasix so i had to wear the glasses because you can't wear your contacts for like a week before the surgery that's what it was and so i remember those glasses and uh and at the time i was um yeah i wasn't a paramedic yet so i cut i cut the cord you know, I've cut a lot of cords now, <laughs> my yeah. own kids and others, Right, but that was the first cord that I cut um, was, was yeah, my 16-year-old Gavin. And um, strangely enough, I, I felt like I was going to do that a lot more times and not just for my kids. I kind of had this inkling that I was going to be in this, this medical side of things, which is interesting. I've, I've had, I've get, gotten to birth some kids that weren't mine on bathroom floors and in cars. And right. so, you know, it's just interesting when you think of your own and then, then you do that for others. But, um, yeah, what a moment that was, man. I mean, what a, what a moment a rush of responsibility and like this desire to be a better man immediately.
0: Right. What about the fear? Cause you're lying to me. If you tell me you weren't afraid. Well,
2: for my first two kids, I, I I thought it was selfish to bring someone into this into this world, this this dark and painful place to bring a kid into a place that now they're going to suffer. Um, and there was that part of me truly believed that almost felt like bad for them for being in this world. And my outlook has completely changed now. Now now my view on suffering is that this is the greatest gift we can have from God is to be is to go through hardships so that we can strengthen ourselves. And uh and, and now I that's what I teach my kids is they watch me the way that I live my life, how I lean into the struggles and I appreciate them. And they're learning to do that at a young age. Took me 30 some years to even start understanding that. Um but I would I was terrified for them
0: at the time. And now I'm not. I'm not. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Kyle Carnahan, super human. Father, we're, we're almost out of time. I have one final question for you. It is the question, most important question I like to ask on this show. At least I like to think it is. Um, but before I ask it, I don't want to be greedy here, Nick. You got anything else today, brother?
1: Are you going to ask the George good question?
0: Do you want me to ask the George good question? I do. I think, okay. I
1: think he's going to probably have like one of the best answers.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for giving away the answer by making it that way by the way (laughs)
1: and you're confused Kyle you're confused I I just I just have a feeling that he's gonna have okay
0: okay I'll ask it then I have two questions the last one will be the important one Uh, as I mentioned before I worked in radio forever and I asked you know lame questions important questions you know that the general run-of-the-mill questions this was one that I asked every single guest and usually the answers were generic and lame the ones you'd expect until a certain someone answered it so profoundly, it blew me away. And it took about 20 years, 15 years uh, before anyone came close to matching that answer. Um, I usually preface this by saying, I'll let you know who answered that question. <laughs> but unfortunately, Nick did the George Thoroughgood. So now, you know, George yeah. Thoroughgood answered Sorry. this question profoundly. Um, I'm, but I'm, it's simply I'm really
2: nervous to just oh. utterly shit the bed right now. Okay, so, don't worry. But just, see, yes.
0: I've given you enough teaser information for you to maybe form, you know, we'll see. Yes. So that question is what is one thing you can't leave the house without? Oh, wow. God.
2: Generic, 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 generic. Right? <laughs> right?
0: Uh, and there's no pressure. There's no right or wrong answer here, man. Come on, bro. I mean, and when I give away the answer, if you don't come close, you will feel like an asshole,
2: just so you know. All right, listen, I'll just go, I'll just go with full, just fucking cheese ball. Okay. I can't can't leave the house without my integrity.
0: Okay. See, I like it. There you go. Not generic, not nearly as generic as my phone, cell phone, phone. you know, my keys. Keys. So, George Thorogood, without skipping a beat, says, What's one thing I can't leave my house without kissing my wife? Oh God.
1: Wow. Right. Right. And I think was it Sean Patrick Planner? It was like the next one that
0: no, it was uh it was uh uh oh John oh sheck. Sheck, Jonathan sheck. sheck, yeah, yeah. He uh he came pretty pretty close to answering it the same way and it took like 15 yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, and that just I I you find these rare men who their brain is just it functions just a little bit different and you know you're one of them because you didn't go generic i did hint you i did go to you along but the answer that's that's a good one i've never had that answer before and you are now in the mount rushmore of the answering of that question i'm telling you george Thorogood, jonathan sheck sean patrick flannery and kyle carnahan man There's oh, the mount yeah. rushmore the answer yeah. to that question in the club you are in the club and I, I, it's gotta be a top five. So, it, you know, until someone else boots you out, you are in good, sir. Now, the final question, um, as I mentioned before, I, 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 pride myself on this one. I feel it's very important. Um, Kyle, superhuman father. What is one piece of advice you would give to any new father or about Ooh. to be a new father?
2: There's gonna be a lot of inner turmoil, a lot. And you're gonna to wanna to take it out on your kids and your wife. Most do and most destroy their lives. And the most live miserably because of it. If you can detach yourself from the bullshit chemicals in your head that you think run your life and give them the man that they need regardless, you will flourish in everything that you do in your life. Don't let the bullshit stress, of the things that don't matter, make you lose your soul and ruin
0: your family. There you go. Very, very profound. And, uh, you know, it's so simple, but it isn't. You know, you think it's so simple, but it isn't. But do it. You follow those words and, and things will be great. You know, I think I need to take every answer to that question nick and put it together in one episode just the answer to all that and then see see what we get and and i think that would form the perfect dad
1: (laughs) to answer all (laughs) those
0: questions again (laughs) ladies and gentlemen yeah he is kyle carnahan superhuman father uh reach out to him if you need life-changing stuff i'm gonna um and bro thank you so much for coming on dadcast I did say I had a final question um, and I thought it was, but now I've actually just thought of one more, but it's not, (laughs) it's not deep. It's more of a a request of you if you are interested in um, and it's coming up, Nick, you better start making some phone calls every single year. We do a father's day episode. We do not do it on father's day. We recorded a couple of weeks prior. And we get about 40 boxes full of a bunch of dads who were on the show the previous year. I would extend an invite to you, good sir, if that's something you're interested in. Time allowing, of course. Um, and you join with a bunch of, I mean, we're talking a smorgasbord of, you know, movie stars, athletes, musicians, just a crap ton of crazy, amazing and, dads. who've and, <laughs> and, and You are part of that group, man. Come on. Um, we'd love to have you on. And uh, is that something you'd be down for? Uh, absolutely. hundred percent, man. I'm yeah, dude. It. It'd be crazy. It's, it's, it's fun because you just get all of a sudden stories got, start being told and this guy's talking to this guy and it's just, it's great. It's good stuff. So we will reach out to you with that. Um,
1: Probably within the next week. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> working on, I'm, I've been working on it for the last couple of days, trying to figure out
0: what day and, and right. what's going to work. Easy so. peasy, man. But we'd love to have yeah. you on, man. Um, You're an amazing guy. Too, for sure. Yeah. In, and definitely uh, we're going to pension in for part two. We need more time. We didn't even talk about your kids. Really? I one mean, of my favorite podcasts I've ever
2: been on. It's really? Dude, you know, I've done like 35 in the last year and this yeah. is one of my
0: favorite ones. Well, I awesome. appreciate Thank that, you. man. Again, yeah. that's what it's not the favorite though. Come on, Kyle.
2: Dude, <laughs> you guys are, you guys are real, 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 real. Like it's so, it just flows, man. Like that's, that's what I love. Like,
0: and another thing thing. And there's the trailer. There it is for this episode. No, that's, that's not the thing uh, we've had like PR people who've hit us up and try to, you know, become part of the team and tell us how to do things. And, and it, and I, oh, it just the first damn thing I tell them is no. Ah, we're well, doing what you think. it. We did this. It's working the way it's been. It ain't broke. Don't fix it. Uh, I'm not going to script this son of a bitch. I am not it, that. No, I ain't going to go fake. If it goes terrible from the get go, then that's what we get that show. If yeah, it goes yeah. great and it flows, then that's, that's what we, that then great. But okay. I will be damned if I ever, ever preempt and write down a list of questions that okay. I'm going to do and time it at this point and this point. And okay, we've got to this part. So now it's changing up. No, man, I go with the flow and you know, that's where we ended up. Here we are. So yep. I will not ever apologize for that. Love it. Me Good talk. Either. Kyle Carnahan, brother. Thank you so much again to everyone watching this worldwide. However you may be listening, wherever you may be. Thank you so much for your support. We love you. We appreciate you. Make sure you like, subscribe, and do all the things. And we'll catch you on the very next episode uh, next week. Have a great rest of your day. See ya.
1: And check out our brother podcast, The Rockstar Dad Show with Gary and Jarrett from Bowling for Soup.
0: what he said.